This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. This video that shows, apparently shows, uh, and every time they keep saying, claims to show, allegedly shows, we're verifying it. It's been verified every single time. I mean, they don't, they don't play. They're not playing around, these guys. They, they seem to do this for real and then send it out, right? For reals, for reals. People. For reals. Mm-hmm. A number of people. A number of yeah, people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, what, 21? Coptic 21 Christians. is a number. Beheaded. Uh, it is, yes. It From is that standpoint, correct. they're right. This is a 21 is a number. Uh, <laughs> it's scary. I mean, it, you know, these guys are, you know, like, I, I think there's been too much made in a lot of ways of the idea, well, these guys are much worse than Al-Qaeda ever was. Well, I mean, uh, in some ways, yes. Obviously, they, they seem to be more, uh, oh, they want to show off their brutality more. Hell, you know, obviously they have not beheaded, to my knowledge, 3,000 uh, Americans yet. Yeah. Uh, so they have not uh, necessarily reached that point That's a good for point. us. Um, a good point. But uh, still, it's still pretty. They are. I think it's, it's one of those things. It's the difference between, um, you know, kind of a large number of deaths rather than this, the intimacy of the way they're doing it. It's not like, okay, they crashed a plane into a building, the building fell, and a bunch of people died, and you don't even see them. Like, these people are, by their own hand, uh, decapitating mm-hmm. dozens of people, watching them die and celebrating. They're yeah, lighting yeah. people on fire for the pure torture of it, and that does separate it a little bit. Maybe. It makes it much more personal. Um, anytime you can do these personalized things, rather than... Because we can't get our head around 3,000 people dying at the same time. Right. It, it's just... Yeah. It's overwhelming. But And that's why, that's why the administration always says, you know, rather than something like uh, our schools are falling apart, they'll say things like, uh, let me tell you the story about five-year-old little Susie Herfenerbler. Susie was born without eyelids. She can't sleep at night mm-hmm. because she has no eyelids. It's true. She can't close her eyes. Uh, and not only that, but she gets no respite when she goes to school because there's train tracks that run directly through her first period class. Is there a way we can help? Is there a way we can help? Yes, we can redo our infrastructure and we can... We can rebuild our schools so that people and like Susie Herfenerbler, who's only five years old and she has no eyelids, people like Susie can get a decent education and grow up to be somebody. A no eyelid friendly classroom, right? In every single right. school. Oh my gosh. So can when you, you raise my taxes for that, when you tell yes, the story like that, yes, we, we can. can, and we're going. We can, to. Mr. Fisher, and you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> thank and you'll you. thank us for raising your taxes then. Mm-hmm. Well, when you see. Guys lined up like this, and then their heads lopped off. That's pretty personalized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not seeing, 
that in in many ways that has more impact than two million people being killed because you you can't get your head around that that's too horrific to even imagine this you can get your head around yeah and i'm struggling with this because it, the anger that it causes me personally and, and i think everybody here mm -hmm. i my instinct is to just be like let's just freaking you know look we i don't know ground troops uh, yeah. missiles, bombs, anything we can think of to yeah. take these guys out, meaning, of course, ISIS, and take, get rid of these guys for all time. Oh, you mean all Muslims? No, what you're I, saying? I specifically you want to kill all Muslims. That's so typical of the white masculinity syndrome. Didn't I specifically well, say? Next, you're going to be out protecting some parking lot somewhere with, uh, with your arms. And, and I'm not talking about these arms. I'm talking about being armed as you go out there with a gun. Specifically went the other way. Uh, specifically wow. said the uh, Wow! That, um, you wow! You didn't fool us. Yeah, no, no he did not. not fool us, uh, did he? <laughs> so, but, you know, that is my instinct. And I think, <laughs> like, you don't make good policy based on that. Like, your Sir, yeah. Susie Herfenerbler uh, example is a you good one. You make really good policy that way. You don't make good policy when you when you oh. focus on the one oh. billionth of an exception to a rule and try to form policy around it. It's what they do with the minimum wage when they say, well, look, this one guy in Detroit makes minimum wage and he's, he's trying to feed a family of 80. And it's like, well, okay, yes, that's less than one-tenth of one-tenth of one-tenth of one percent of the population. And maybe the entire policy shouldn't be focused towards that guy. Because then you're going to have a lot of waste. You're going to have a lot of people who can. Do the same thing with health care. Yeah. Health care, minimum wage. Yeah. Every single problem they've tackled with these progressive agendas, that's how they sell it. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I mean, look, I, am I afraid of uh, ISIS, is ISIL, Daesh, all of these mm -hmm. groups, which are one? Am I yes. uh, afraid of them and, and scared of what they're doing? Yes. But do we really want to engage again in this type of thing i mean when we want to go in there or do we want to send ground troops in there again i mean remember we went in there and did something that we did to try to make a positive change in iraq and now look at the results of it it's it's frustrating and i don't know that i don't know that we can manage this one Glenn's point today seemed to be, well, you're not going to have to worry about it because it's, it's just going to get so ugly that it's going to be unquestionable. It's going to turn into a World War II type moment where mm -hmm. everybody's united to go after this evil. And if, if that, that happens, true, then it'll be clear. Yeah, I guess that'll and be, it'll clear. be clear. In the meantime, though, you have to say, all right, Barack Obama's in office. He's not going to do it, right? So, no, I'm against ground troops. I, I, I'm just I'm against doing that right now because it won't be done properly. Outside, this side of Ted Cruz, is there anybody you know you're looking at and you're saying, okay, this guy will do this right? Because I mean, I honestly had, mm. I wouldn't say I thought George Bush was perfect no. uh, before we went into Iraq uh, or Afghanistan, but I w I would have been pretty damn confident. You, you, you would have talked to me in November 2001. I would have been pretty damn confident he was going to handle that well. Well, if you want somebody hawkish, you go with uh, Lindsey Graham. Right, but I don't want Lindsey Graham running I don't this want either. Lindsey Graham. I don't want him running it either. And honestly, but would I have confidence that he might do a military action like that properly? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I have more yeah. confidence than than Mike Huckabee or or uh, uh, Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush. I, I don't want either of them doing it. Lindsey Graham, though, is a different t type of failure in that. Like you're right, he probably would be very hawkish about it and has been. However, he would clearly overdo it. He would clearly, we would mm -hmm. have our troops there for the next thousand years. Then nation building. Then nation building. He would go through all that crap that he's, yep. the, he's, that, he's a much worse violator on that than mm -hmm. somebody like George W. Bush even is. So mm -hmm. where do you go? I mean, yes, we all at this point look at Ted Cruz and say he he's seems to be right on pretty much everything. Yeah. But, you know, the chances of him getting through the nomination.
nomination and winning, it's not, it's not like it's an 80% chance that's happening. I mean, it's, it's probably a low uh, overall chance that that's going to occur, even though I really am rooting for it. So uh, when you look at that, who is it? You know, I don't know. I don't, and, and, and that's the thing with these policies, and this is the thing we warn about all the time. If you're depending on having the exact perfect right guy to have the power, then you shouldn't give the power. You know who we do this in domestic policy all the time. We will warn liberals, hey, you want to give this power to Obama? What happens when Ted Cruz gets president and he has it? You're not going to like it. The guy who was just in studio with us last week springs to mind, Alan West. Alan, he's not running for president. Yep. He made that pretty clear. And I really get the impression he's probably done with that phase of his life. He's moved on to something else. And I, I don't think he's going to go back. Now, I didn't although get that exact. There's, there's an exception <laughs> to that rule made. Yeah. In that, if somebody who is running asked him to be their running mate, I think that's possible. I think he would do that. He sounded open to that. Guy. If someone who got elected asked him to be Secretary of State or Defense, say, or defense yeah. I think he'd say yes. That is actually what he told us the first time we talked yes. to him when we were saying, hey, you're going to run for president. This, I think it, yeah. it might have been leading up to the 2012 election. And he said, uh, he said the role he'd really love would be Secretary of Defense. That'd be awesome. Uh, I mean, you can see him being. He'd be great. Yeah. He'd be great, and I, I would totally trust him to prosecute a war like this. Yes. Okay. There's a couple. Go but in I there. Mean, he, uh, he's a military guy. He knows you go in there with overwhelming force, and you lay the hammer down, and then you get the hell out. And but that's again, what, that's how you do it. I just don't. I, unlike Glenn, have n literally no confidence in our country to be able to, to to prosecute a war in that way. The way we did it in, in look, you look at World War II. Now, maybe if you had the pressure of, uh, you know, an imperial uh, country bombing us, plus another one, uh, you know, committing genocide and, and trying to take over an entire country, uh, entire continent, maybe at that level, okay, we're, we're to that point. But we weren't even to that point in World War II until we got bombed. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. Even the, the country back then wasn't in that mindset. Now we mm. I, we have one stray bullet that goes off course and strikes a guy oh. who's just kind of a terrorist, and we have a freaking co controversy. No We've released the Senate torture report about how people were, <laughs> what was it, uh, leaning up against walls for too long? Yeah. That group of people is going to prosecute a war like we want? No, they're There's not. no way they do this right. And this group of people that we have in office right now, I mean, Obama talked about this stuff over the weekend. Didn't mention Coptic Christians. Didn't mention Christians. Didn't mention uh, Islamists or jihadists or radical Islam. None of that. The guy can't even mention <laughs> who are the victims and who are the perpetrators. He can't even do that. Yep, yep. So it's a hopeless cause with these guys. Sure is. And there's a there's a video that was titled "The People of the Cross, Followers of the Hostile Egyptian Church," and that's I think that's where they've uh, made these guys kneel and then yes. cut their heads off uh, on the shores of Tripoli. Egyptian jets bombed Islamic State targets in Libya uh, today, a day after the group there released a video of the uh, beheadings of 21 Egyptian cr uh, Christians drawing Cairo directly into the conflict across its border. Now, I, I don't know how this serves them. I really don't know why they're getting Jordan pissed off at them and Egypt. It's kind of a, this seems to be a really weird move for them. Kind of good for us. Uh, it's kind of, it's really good for us because you piss off these Muslims, they don't care about going after these guys and doing it brutally. Jordan will do that and so will Egypt. And they're not going to, they're not going to cave into the, to the media because they control the media. So they can do things we can't do uh, anymore. I mean, we can't indiscriminately bomb like we did in World War II. We can't, we can't do that. They probably can and will. Um, but uh, they said the, the dawn strike hit militant camps, training sites, and weapons storage areas. 
in neighboring Libya, where civil, the civil conflict has plunged the country into near anarchy. Now, I thought that that situation was taken care of. I, I thought we fixed it when we got rid of Gaddafi, right? We, we had the big announcement from Hillary who said, uh, we came, we saw, we killed him. Mm. Uh, yeah, you did, but um, you left these guys in charge now, or guys like this. Well, they're only in, what, 11 countries now? Only 11. Only so the far. 11 countries so far. So far. Uh, but that I think it's going to work out well. Uh, it's going really well yeah, so far. I think at some point they'll, they'll probably <laughs> just say, you know what, this whole beheading thing isn't... Uh, it's not working out for it's us. It's not working out. Let's, we don't like let's it. take a step back. Maybe, maybe we'll, uh, we'll do some more hard work uh, on the level. Well, it's like uh, this weekend, um, McDonough, let's see this. you see the chief of staff now for the president? I can't remember who it was. Mm -hmm. And he, uh, he was on uh, one of the shows, and they said, you know, what are you going to do about this? And he, he replied, they're scheduling... Um, a three-day summit. Oh wow! Yeah. So they schedule. Well, they're scheduling. The scheduling a three-day three summit. summit. They don't have an exact day. Well, I mean, look, it's you have to go through a process of scheduling it, but they know how, they know the length. Yeah, look set. at the calendar first. You okay. got to first of all, you have yeah. to find a calendar. Right. In addition to yeah. a lot of Americans not having maps. Right. Access to maps. We don't have a lot of calendars not a lot in this of country calendars. either. Plus I don't know if you looked around. The president is pretty busy. He might not be able to squeeze He's in darn three days. busy. Uh, three days. Okay, three, summit. That's well, a I, summit. And you have to uh, find a tall place to have a summit I, on. Well, I should just... Right? Well, no. you got to climb that's, the summit. Not that you got to be there up on, be on top of the peak. And I, I a lot of people get winded on the way up. You're going to have to find some help for them yeah, to no, get up there. I, and I should make clear, I didn't necessarily say that the president was going to attend. I just said that they were scheduling a three-day summit. Okay. Uh, now that summit right. may be, you know, maybe a bunch of aids and and uh, and assistance and such. But mm -hmm. th think about this: three days <laughs> of summits. Oh, now you're man. talking full workday. That, that's going to scare the crap out oh, of these God. guys. These guys, they won't, they won't prepared. move a muscle now with yeah. scheduling a three-day summit. Yeah, people don't. <laughs> yeah. Did it you, was one day or a day and a half. You'd think, okay, I, we can handle that. Yeah, but not a three days. Do you know how we won uh, World War Two? It was a six-day summit. Mass summitry. Yeah, it we was had a, we had people all around the world mm -hmm. having various summits. Some of, of them as long that. as six days. Some uh, of them up to six them. days. Yeah, yeah, they, people don't know they that. They summited these Nobody guys to death. Knows that. That's actually how Hitler died. He didn't commit yeah. suicide. No, he was he summited to death. He was summited into submission. Oh my gosh! I mean, you want to talk about a rough death? Uh, that's being you don't want to be summited. No, you don't want that. Don't want to be summited to death. No. Now, now this, of course, uh, as we see, uh, Jordan is mm -hmm. flying uh, missions immediately after they have their people killed. Yeah. Egypt flying immediate missions immediate. afterwards. To, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're, we're scheduling we're a three-day three summit. summit. We're scheduling it. It's not necessarily All locked right. down yet. We have tentative times okay. and general locations where this could occur, though. Take that, you Arab sissies. Yeah. <laughs> we're scheduling yeah. a summit while you're bombing people. <laughs> you got to be embarrassed about that. Yeah, you probably do oh, have to be. Man. In some way or another, you do uh, have to be, don't you? Well, uh, Denmark was hit by terror as well. Danish Prime Minister uh, Heli Thorningschmidt, you gotta love a name like Thorningschmidt, uh, said, We do not know the motive for the alleged perpetrator's actions, but we know that there are forces that want to hurt Denmark. They want to rebuke our freedom of speech. Uh, and uh, so investigators believe the, the government was inspired by Islamic radicalism. Hmm. 
Uh, wow. We could have inserted that sentence uh, at any one of these attacks for how, yeah. how long? Uh, every, really long please time. Please believe uh, they think the guy who was yelling Allah Akbar may have been motivated by Islamic extremists. You think? Yeah, maybe. Mm, I doubt it. It's possible, uh, but they're working on a theory that the per perpetrator could have been inspired by the events in Paris. He could have also been inspired by material sent out by the Islamic State and others. Uh, Denmark's chief rabbi identified the Jewish victim as Dan Uzan, 37, longtime security guard for the 7,000-strong community. He was guarding a building behind the synagogue during a bar mitzvah uh, when he was shot in the head. Two police officers who were there were slightly wounded. And again, w what we would say is there's no evidence this is religiously motivated. And they'd be, they'd be asking him at the press conference, well, didn't they hit a synagogue? Well, yeah, if you're, if you're saying that there were some Jewish people in there, the answer to that is probably yes. We, we can't confirm, but they weren't necessarily all Jewish in there. And they didn't pick this person out by name. Uh, you know, they, they didn't holler, uh, Dan, are you here? They didn't do that. So it wasn't this specific individual they were looking for. So we don't know. It was random violence, right? It was a, it was a church place incident. That's all it was. Or a synagogue place in its incident right. in this particular case. Look, this happens sometimes. It happens. Sometimes these uh, establishments will even host other events unrelated to the church. Uh -huh. How do we know that he thought, didn't think there was a bingo game going on? Uh, maybe he thought uh, it was a, uh, you know, a get-together. Uh, for some, Their meeting hall was being used for a Rotary Club meeting. We have no idea, no idea what this guy thought. He, it could easily have been anything other than the thing it was. We actually think he was probably Tea Party related. Yes! That's probably what it was. These bastards in the Tea Party do this stuff all the time. They don't like Jewish people. And mm -hmm. if this was a Tea Party person, it probably was Jewish related. It yeah. was anti-Semitism for it was. sure. Then Definitely, it was. Yeah. No probably about it. Yeah, no probably about so, it. So obviously it's a hate crime in that particular instance. Uh, it's, it's madness. It's just media outlets uh, have named the, the alleged gunman, of course, uh, Omar Abdel Hamid El Hussain. Hmm. So his name again, Omar Abdel Hamid El Hussein. Tea freaking party. Uh, tea party. Mm -hmm. That's a tea party name if yeah. ever I've heard one. Yep. Let sure. me read it again. You tell me. What, what's the first thing that comes to mind here? Omar Abdel Hamid El Hussein. Tea, tea party. party. Tea party. Immediate. You know it I mean, right, right away. away. Right away. Just the name of him. Right. It screams, uh, screams Tea Party. A guy in a in a tri-cornered hat. Yep. <laughs> That's what it screams. Hunting Roberts. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and uh, you know, and people are, I think, justifiably upset that you know they're not. They won't even include um, uh, the details when it comes to this. Uh, the the Blaze has a story. What what keyword did the White House leave out of its statement condemning the Denmark shooting attack? Uh, well, it, it called it deplorable. They yeah. deplored it, Pat. They deplored it. Um, <clears throat> but they did not describe it as terrorist in nature mm -mm. yet again. Um, now, look, it's okay to deplore it. I'm fine with you deploring it. Mm -hmm. The deploring of this particular incident is, uh, <clears throat> is perfectly fine with me. You could deplore it. Mm -hmm. I would also, I wouldn't mind you including the word terrorist as well. Uh, because uh, that's no. obviously what it is. And when you try to, again, this is why I think this... This whole conversation about using ground troops or anything really to stop ISIS is sort of ridiculous. We can't talk about this really, at the very least, until you have somebody else in, in, the, in the Oval Office. Because we know we're sending our guys into a situation in which they would be in real danger.
Uh, that right. You have a guy who does not want to even look evil in the eye and call it out by name. And if you don't have that, you certainly don't have a guy with the balls to prosecute, you know, prosecute a war uh, correctly. Well, let's read this strongly worded statement okay. from, okay, from, good. The, from the United maybe States. I'll be one over him. The United States condemns today, today's Ooh. deplorable oh my gosh. There it is, there shooting it is. in Copenhagen. They probably said Copenhagen yes. at the time. Mm -hmm. We offer our condolences to the loved ones of the deceased victim, and our thoughts are with those wounded in this attack. We've been in close contact with Danish counterparts and stand ready to lend any assistance necessary to the investigation. So they are thinking about it. They their are. thoughts are there. So they have thought about it, and they have lent uh, the the possibility of assistance, uh, but there is no mention again of uh, Islamic terrorism, radical Islam, or who was actually killed. And we're not praying for them. And we're not. No, we're no, not praying. For them. We're thinking of them. We're thinking of them. Um, <laughs> and, and look, we mock these things, but imagine this is what they came up before the summit. Imagine what they're going to do after the three-day summit. Oh That's going to be really tough. They could Oof. double deplore it. After that, oh man, <laughs> you don't, don't joke around about that. Oof. They could be like, we have turned on the mega deplorator, double, and uh, we're going to mega deplore you. We've uh, never turned on the mega deplorator. No, before. as far as I know, it's been out of really out of the limits of what our government would do in a situation <laughs> yeah. like this. But are we after, sure that it will work? We don't know. It's never been tested. However, they've got three days of a summit to figure that out. What about this? A resolution? How about a resolution? Don't against, even go. Can you say that on TV? A resolution? That's, no, it's pretty no, brutal. You that's a pretty brutal charge uh, yeah. to try to give them a resolution. Because uh, they will, I, I will say, ISIS, it, look, they might be a tough organization, but they're going to give in if we, if we do a resolution. Oh, my gosh. That uh, I, to me, that, uh, that seems a little too strong. You think to so? To be honest. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm no fan of ISIS, but we, you can't, right. you can't pass right. a resolution. I went too them. far. I went too far. You know, maybe a strongly worded letter, uh, maybe okay. an email. With like a bunch of capital letters in a couple sentences. Really? Please you, you stop. Scream at them. Stop email? now. See, come okay. on, guys. This is deplorable. Come on, you, we, yeah. we deplore what you've done here. Uh huh. You know. And, <laughs> and if they if they see that, they'll be like, "Wow, these guys." Wow, they mean it this wow, time. They, they this freaking time. mean it. Yeah. I mean, if they had just typed it without capitals, okay, whatever, okay. we'll do what we want. Yeah. But when they come in, they say, "Come on, guys!" in all caps. Yeah. Then, then it's too much. Please, you know, come on, guys. At least cut it, cut it down a little bit. You know, maybe not. Maybe next time, just just decapitate ten people that don't deserve it. At least degrade your operations a tad. Yeah, degrade, you degrade, de deconstruct, mm -hmm. diminish. Maybe depress. Depress would be good. We don't want you to be happy. We're trying to depress your actions a little bit. Uh, but maybe that's too strong. That's probably too strong. I won't even go there. Uh, hundreds of new tombs were defaced in a French Jewish cemetery as well. Uh, this is also being called a not deplor deplorable, but despicable. Oh, my God, another D. Another D word. Despicable act. Uh, the country will not tolerate this new injury, which goes against the values that all French people share. Uh, around 300 tombs have been defaced. Um, At least you found something time. they won't tolerate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> finally, yeah. there's a tolerance has an end, apparently. Jeez. Congratulations. I mean, the French are right in the middle of this thing, and I think they're waking up a little more than we are. It does seem that way. I mean, they were calling for, again, it was some meeting in the U.N. about ISIS. But, I mean, for them, that's pretty much all-out nuclear war. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it's it pretty, they, are, and they were calling with Egypt uh, to uniting with Egypt to come to this. And this is the one thing that, uh, you know, as far as, look, we all want ISIS to go away, mm -hmm. and I don't want to be the one doing it. 
you know, I would like someone, I don't know, from their freaking region to do it. And they have done enough, enough horrible things. They start keep lighting people on fire and decapitating in innocents for no reason. You're going to get the Middle East pissed off against you enough to do something about it. Mm -hmm. Now, they may have a lot of the same things uh, in common as far as the, the goal, especially leaderships in some of those countries. Um, however, they all love their own power, too. Yeah. They don't. They don't want to be decapitated and drug through the, dragged through the streets like what's his face, uh, Gaddafi. They don't want to be uh, torn limb from limb or hanged in a in a uh, in a kind of shoddy court trial like Saddam Hussein. Um, you know, there's a lot there that you kind of you can see these guys being like, wait a minute, this is now affecting us. This isn't just affecting some Christians over there. It's not just affecting um, you know a bunch of Americans who came here and they shouldn't be here anyway. This is now our people are getting this, and they don't deserve it. And when those populations rise up, like they have in Jordan, I think, and said, we're not going to take this anymore, this is when ISIS really faced legitimate danger outside of us doing all the heavy lifting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, and, you know, this anti-Semitism is getting to the point where uh, Benjamin Netanyahu has said, look, uh, if you're in Europe, if you're especially in uh, France, Belgium, or Ukraine, uh, you've got a home here. This is your home in Israel you need to come here, immigrate to, uh, and they're spending $45 million. Is it million euros or dollars? Uh, yeah, $45 million to uh, have a campaign in Europe encouraging people to come to Israel. So they're serious about it. Um, more patents, too, coming up in just a second. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. I thought yeah. it was over. No. Yeah, exactly. I like when there's more patents, too, on the show. Yeah, still well, especially like when you're only half hour. Over right? half the show is, uh, really? is still to come. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's some good news. Oh, uh, really? Remember, uh, maybe a year ago or so, we were talking about the cost of the uh, the uh, Obamacare website, which they said was 400 to $600 million, mm -hmm. right? And we were like, come on now. It's a website. Come on, it's You impossible. can't design. It's impossible. And we were... We were incredulent over it. Making fun of that. And then, and then uh, people said... Oh, that's ridiculous. These right-wing hosts are saying cost up to $400, $600 million. That's ridiculous. That's, there might be multiple websites over... Even if it was multiple websites, that's still way too much. Uh, and I, I forget what they... Oh, it was multiple companies. They, because we said that they paid a company four to $600 million to design the website. No, that was multiple companies. I don't care if you had 700 companies working right. on this thing. There's no reason it should cost anywhere near what we were talking about. Turns out that it was ridiculous. It was. Thank goodness. Okay, it wasn't 400. Finally. It wasn't 600 million. One of our predictions, completely wrong. Yeah. It was buffoonery, frankly, uh, to think it cost so little. <laughs> it's way too cheap. Uh, for what it actually cost, which is... Uh, $2.2 billion. $2.2 billion. Yeah. Now, remember, this is a site designed to get you to sign up for something that will improve people's health. Yeah, but can we get a close-up of this? Can we can we look at this for a second? And let's look at what we got for $2.2 billion. The intricacies of this website. Look at, look at that. Look at that. The technology I mean, evolved. They couldn't get people to look at the camera. 
But they could get uh, but the, you're right. those. But they got the words open enrollment and is over, period. Mm -hmm. See well, if you can still get coverage. Here's the, thing that. That, here's the thing that's no period on the second. Uh, no, that, that would have cost, that that cost, cost another much, half another billion half dollars. Billion. Um, another thing, too, is uh, it's interesting because the site actually, wow. as of today, doesn't do anything. It just tells you that it's, you can't sign up. No, so. you can see if you can still get coverage. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can see if you can, but the enrollment is over. Now, maybe there are sometimes life events that allow you uh, to join late. For example, a divorce uh, mm -hmm. or uh, a death in the family or something like that. You can join uh, late. Uh, sometimes a child, a child being born, you can get additional coverage, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so there are some options, but usually uh, this is something that's kind well, of the vast a, majority of people enrollments over. Yeah, and that's the thing that people haven't really focused on with the Obamacare disaster, which to me is pretty vital. Is that you basically have about four months a year in which you're allowed to sign up, but you must sign up. So that leaves that if you are not in good standing legally, you have eight months of the year that you can't get into. Uh, a good standing legal mm -hmm. position, which is an odd, That's odd thing. That's why this thing isn't just constitutional. It's super mega Doppler constitutional. <laughs> I don't That's know how why. you got that. That's why I think uh, that, uh, I mean, we're in the clear on this yeah. thing. And again, to, let me give you a couple pieces Two of perspective. Two billion dollars for the, what the hell, would, what did they spend that on? What? I, well, I can give you some perspective. All First right. of all, uh, they do spend billions of dollars on other things. For example, 2.2 billion for the website, sure. Mm -hmm. 1.9 billion for all of our research in car to cardiovascular health. Now, some would say it's one of the biggest <laughs> killers uh, that there is for human beings. Cardiovascular uh, yeah, disease, kind yeah. of a big deal. Um, but mm -hmm. we spend almost as much as we did on this website, which is, I think, I think that's a good priority uh, system there. But not quite as much. No, and you're saying, well, yeah, but see, the thing is. Solving complicated diseases and medical ailments is a lot easier than building a website. That's probably what you're thinking. Now, of course, you could go to no, but, Weebly for okay. free and build mm -hmm. a pretty good website in about 10 minutes. Um, but mm -hmm. I'll give you a different uh, piece of perspective. This is from the same article from uh, Yahoo. Even though the site is complicated mm -hmm. uh, and the, the user base is relatively small, by comparison, Facebook has 1.9 billion users. 1.9 Now, you notice users. that is approximately six times as many people that mm -hmm. live in our country mm -hmm. are on Facebook. Uh, 1.9 billion users for Facebook, and experts say Facebook could have been built easily for $1 million in nine months. Yeah, well, you can't even log on to Facebook, though. How many times you go to Facebook, you can't get on, Never. you can't post anything? Zero times. You People can't talk to each other back and forth in almost real time. Yeah, it's pretty much never happened to anybody. Uh, yeah. I, um, because uh, the website works. It works. Flat out works for um. about 2 billion people. <laughs> I mean, think about it. 2 billion people, they think they could build the website for a million dollars in less that's than a year. It took, that, that's criminal. It took three years it's, to launch the is. first version of healthcare.gov, and it's still not working right. By the way, I will say, uh, if you go oh. to uh, my Facebook page, uh, and uh, the easiest way to get there to not attempt to if spell my... If you can my, get there. Yeah, to, not a, to attempt to spell my uh, last name, if you go to so, stewfacebook.com, it will redirect you to my Facebook page, which on it has Jeffy in all of his glory uh, give, delivering a Valentine's message from Chris Christie uh, that uh, people <laughs> seem to really enjoy over the weekend. They did. Um, I, I don't know if it got people in the mood, per se. Oh, I hope so. I don't know if that's, that so. was your effect... Seemingly, maybe to the opposite, to, really? for some in, limited individuals uh, that saw you fondling your moobs. I don't know about that. <laughs> you fondled your moobs? Well, I mean, I, uh, I was yeah. commenting that they're not now. Going guess to how much themselves. I want to see it. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, I want to see <laughs> it. <laughs> now yeah, you've that, really piqued my interest. I believe the quote was, "My moobs aren't going to fondle themselves." That's correct. <laughs> um, so, 
Nice. Mm-hmm. That's, That's nice. It's nice. I think it gets you. a good you. point. That's <laughs> true. They will not. a good point. They won't. Mm-hmm. That's true. They won't. Uh, so, anyway, uh, supporters of uh, Barack Obama's health care law <laughs> out in force on, on Sunday trying to get uninsured people to sign up by the official deadline. Technicians anxiously monitored the uh, federalhealthcare.gov website for any new bugs. Administration provided no stats on weekend signups, which they would have if they would have been good. Of course. Right? Well, they come up with someone, oh, well, if you include people who have toenail insurance, it's $60 billion. Yeah. You yes. know, they'll come up with some. That's what they did with dental insurance last time. They couldn't get the numbers high enough, so they just included people who had dental insurance. They set a target, a nationwide target of 9.1 million people mm-hmm. enrolled in paying premiums in 2015. They've got about, now they claim it's at about eight. It's really at about two. It's really about two million people who didn't have health insurance that now do because of this unbelievably, extraordinarily expensive bill. Two trillion? Is that where we are? 2.2. 2.2 trillion dollars. It has a $2.2 billion website alone. Uh, this is one of the bigger disasters. Massive uh, failure. I can, uh, I can think of. Now, Sylvia Burwell is the, uh, the HHS secretary. She's trying to push for people to do this. They said one of the most, one of the things she did, spent most of her time, where did this lady who's trying to push Obamacare sign up spend most of her time? Right here in Texas. Uh, they believe that if they can get the Texas signups in a red state that didn't take the Medicare money, mm-hmm. they can get that up to a million, a million five. Mm-hmm. Uh, they think that th- this thing will stay forever. Really? That's what they said. So they're, they're focusing specifically on Texas to do it. So they're, they're trying to head us off at the pass for when we have a Republican, hopefully, uh, conservative uh, president and then still have the majority in Congress. Yeah. They're trying to wipe that out so that it's too late by then. It could happen. Yeah, uh, agreed. It really it could. could. Um, and uh, they, you know, this, this is one of those things we talked about from the beginning. If you don't get it out fast, mm. I mean, 2012 was the real. I mean, let's be honest about it. 2012 was the real opportunity to do this. Uh, if you don't want to take out the court cases, uh, which obviously the real opportunity was John Roberts not being the worst person on, in the universe. That was an easy one to do, uh, and not to be a douche Hall of Fame member. Uh, but once that passed, uh, 2012 was your real political option to do that. 2016 is going to be hard. It's going to be in. Millions of people are going to have coverage for this. You're probably your best bet is going to be repeal parts of it. Um, Republicans are already promote, pro, uh, promoting uh, pieces or new bills that will include large portions mm-hmm. of Obamacare as they stand, including, uh, you know, uh, covering everybody up till 26 years old and mm-hmm. um, uh, doing the uh, pre-existing conditions thing and all of this stuff that's included in Obamacare. They're just going to keep. They're just going to tweak around the edges, which is what you expect out of Republicans. Uh, mm-hmm. The same direction, a little bit slower. Uh, so that's already on the table. When, when, when the, the opposition party is planning to essentially keep the vast majority of the bill, or at least large portions of it. It's probably not good. It's probably not good. Probably not good. Uh, and here was a, uh, a nice little public service announcement to, to get another segment of the population interested in signing up for this thing. For... About a year, I didn't have access to healthcare I needed to function day to day. Always had this nagging thought in the back of my mind, hey man, you're not covered, you're not insured. We found out that my husband, who's a pro gamer, had a blood clot in his leg and needed emergency care. I didn't know there were resources out there for me. When I found out, I I thought I should tell other people. Well, today I am insured, I do have health insurance, and it's a great peace of mind. We were insured, so I was able to get through it. And I was able to use the healthcare Wait, system to afford recovery. If your first thought is, oh, I can't wow. afford it, 
Trust me, there's a number of programs in place to help you afford your health insurance. So we want to encourage you to make sure you hit that enrollment deadline by February 15th and visit healthcare.gov for more information. There's still time. Normally I would oppose Obamacare, but whatever he's doing, I want it. Yeah. Uh, because uh, <laughs> don't, hold the phone a minute. Now, wait, something radically wrong. No, there. you're an athlete. Uh, I, yeah, an athlete. <laughs> you're an athlete. Pro athlete. Pro athlete's true. Yeah. yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. Actually, I mean, he's for, a pro first, gamer. Yeah, first of all, I would assume. The, pr- the life of a pro gamer probably does lend itself to that type of th- a blood clot in your leg. It seems like just <laughs> it probably, probably lends itself to that, I would think. Yeah, it probably does. A lot of sitting. Yeah. Yeah. I will yeah. say that this, this is... Uh, here's, the, here's the cute little couple again. One of these your, things just doesn't belong. Yeah, no just... one of these people is not like the other. I will say, though, that the, the, gaming, <laughs> the gaming athlete thing is le- totally legitimate and here to stay. Like, uh, you should see... The freaking they so pack they, wait, they 20, play, 30, yeah. 40,000 people arenas in places like Japan to watch these guys uh, go down oh, in Japan. Yeah, but it's it's coming yeah, here too. It's coming they had they had Japan. one here. I think it was the year before that was uh, that was ten thousand here. I'm telling Stop you that it. it is not to watch people play absolutely. Like, well, like I mean, like yeah. Madden. No, it's like um, they play. Uh, what's the game? Uh, they play the game. video it's, games for it, professionally. Yeah, and it's yeah. like it's like a it's like a more. It was a, it's the one I saw was like a war game. What's the name of it? World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft yeah. Yeah. Now and we they, haven't developed yeah. enough athletes what? here yet to you know <laughs> no. go up against they're Japan. Yet, but we're on. They're on. We're on our way. <laughs> we are on Come our on. way. No, it is. It's completely. Ju- I mean, Come on. seriously, it's like one of the fastest growing. It's one of those types of. And things. this is proof oh, positive. That, and, and this right here, proof that, positive. Athletes get the chicks. Seriously, I mean, he got himself somebody. That's right. That you wouldn't expect him to get, and it's because he's a pro game athlete. <laughs> you right? can make a lot of pro money doing this. Seriously, seriously, you win like a game of war. Or whatever that's World called, of Warcraft. Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Uh, what do you let me make get the, from uh, that? I would. I, I, let me give you the exact. What, what is the uh, What is the bounty you get? I, from this winning? guy just signed a contract, I think, for a billion a year. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. I have no idea what they would. If Come we, on. If there can't uh, be a lot of money. You get sponsor. You get sponsorships, oh, yeah. right? It's like uh, when, well, t- uh, 2014 World of Warcraft Championship, okay. 2.13 million dollars. Boom. It's huge, Pat. I'm not BSing you on this. This is legitimately huge. The winner world. made $2.13 million. Let's see, if the, let's see if the top. That is unbelievable. That is unreal. That could have been the entire prize pool. Let me see. Uh, no, here we go. Uh, top 100 largest overall prize pools was the International 2014. The prize pool was $10.9 million. And the winner got $2 million? Uh, I don't know if that's even the same one. Then there have been all other, probably, let's say, 12, 12 different price pools over a million dollars. I've never heard of this. I didn't, I didn't know there were pro gamers. It's she's really heard of it. it. She's heard of it. Yeah, she's heard she of it. Really has. And he's heard of it. He's I'll tell you that. He's definitely heard of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's loving it. I mean, think about this. He got her without insurance. He didn't freaking health insurance and he got her. And then these losers start getting on and promoting Obamacare. I yeah, know. Of course. I know. Of course, uh, again, again, people you think would be the most independent-minded people, and then no, here you are, freaking pitching so for Obamacare. That part of it is uh, pathetic. I'm so proud of my husband because he plays World of Warcraft <laughs> for, for money, and he's sponging off the government for our health care. I love him. There she is, saying just that. Well, right. some, something like that, yeah. Something like that. It is pretty amazing. <laughs> and again, look who they're targeting. I again, know. you know, I, I mean, know the youth. It's, it's always going after people who are yep. really young and, and trying to 
Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, really every young. time I mean, they look like they're yeah. These guys are all in their mid to late twenties. Yeah. Losers. Triple eight seven two seven. Back more well, bad We know they can't be under twenty six because they would be right. in daddy's home. Oh, that's right. And mommy right. and daddy can do it then for them. Oh man. Get ready, Zach. Get your own health insurance because that's not happening for you. Oof. Seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. Let's go to Tamara in Ohio. Uh, Tamara, am I saying that right? You're on. Hey, uh, Pat, the Pat how are you Stu. today? Good. How are you? Awesome. Love you guys. Thanks for all that you. you do, and for bringing compelling stories to us, like the Susie Herfenerbler oh, story. You're welcome. Was really touched by that, and feel that Good. we need some immediate legislation to address this issue. You're right. And you know, we know that true conservatives like Ted Cruz and Mike Lee, Louis Gohmert, they want all the children to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this website yeah. is is targeting the progressives and the socialists within Congress. Mm-hmm. You need to catch and your we've name, set though. up the yeah. Herfenerbler I-LID legislation <laughs> website. <And> the acronym <laughs> is H-E-L-L. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'd I like, like to it. invite the listening audience to <laughs> call all the progressives and socialists in Congress and please tell them to go to <laughs> hell.com. Mm-hmm. Or you could send a link, an email, and you could just send them to hell.com. That's very nice. uh, That's beautiful. That is, uh, you put some serious thought into that, Tamara. I like that. The Herfenerbler Eyelid Legislation, or Hell for short. mm -hmm. And that's why we're sending them to hell.com. That's a very important issue you bring up. Please (laughs) do. Go to hell.com for details. Thank you, Tamara. Uh, thank you, Trevor. Uh, it was uh, nicely yeah. thought out. It was nicely like executed, that. too. Not always nice. It's a long it's, way to the well, but it paid off it at did. the end. There was some water in there. Mm-hmm. Good. All right. <laughs> Bill in Utah. Hi, you're on Patents, too. Hi, how are you guys doing? Doing well. Um, I, I agree. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> I'm getting tongue tied. That's all right. Um, Go ahead. My daughter has been so inspired by Glenn Beck mm-hmm. that she has ended up being in, uh, going to the UN uh, with the stuff that she's learned. Uh, she is going with a commission on the status of women. Mm-hmm. That's the group they're going with. They're mm-hmm. funded by, I guess, United Family International. Uh-huh. And they're going to be discussing the Beijing document, plus, tw- plus 20 document. I, I don't know if and, your daughter uh, is aware. He's opposed to the UN. Um, so how is it? What do you mean she's... How has she been inspired to they're, go to? The- they're going to be going up there and arguing against it. I guess. Oh, okay. All right. Kind of what I'm. That does make um, sense. All right. What they're doing. Okay. Uh, they're you know they're totally against it and everything, and uh, they'll be the ones. She's been one of the several people that are going. There's 35 out of the United States that are going. Uh, she is one of the two or three, four maybe that have been invited. That have been that are getting tickets to go into the UN to uh, work with the laws and stuff like that. Wow! How did how did that happen? If I'm saying did, this all right, how did she? Uh, how was she selected to? Keep uh, the brain. I'm I'm just a bodyguard, <laughs> the okay. daddy. All right. 
Well, I mean, that sounds like a that sounds like a good thing. Um, like to wish her luck there because she's going to need it uh, going up yeah. against you. I was that's... really hoping that she could talk to Glenn, be mm -hmm. able to and get ideas from him. Mm -hmm. She loves him to death, and uh, she he has inspired her so much that she's learned to dig and dig and dig mm -hmm. and find out where all this stuff is coming from exactly what document it is exactly who did it mm -hmm. i mean the whole works i mean she she's just unreal with this stuff that's great right? the the ufi wants her to come basically and teach them how she learned all this stuff how old is she uh, she's about 38. 38. Okay. Very cool. Bill, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Hang on the phone a second. We'll get her, uh, her name and number. We'll give uh, Glenn's home phone number and cell phone yep. information. And we'll give you, yep, his address, home address, the address. Uh, GPS locations from your particular location to his home, his social security account number, number, routing uh, yep, and, number. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, just like uh, credit some, card information. some illicit fixture, uh, pictures that Jeffy stole from his sock drawer. Yeah. Uh, we'll give you those as well. <laughs> uh, no, that's cool, though. That is cool. Yeah, you're right. It did kind of start mm -hmm. off weird. It was like, I, I was expecting him to say, uh, "My my my daughter was very inspired by Glenn. He she's becoming a communist dictator. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to the UN, inspired right. by Glenn. I'm yeah. not sure she but, understands. Hey, fighting against it, and probably yeah, Agenda cool. 21. And Glenn has talked about uh, many cool. times as well, tied into the UN, and and, and that's uh, another thing that a lot of people are doing, kind of fighting that stuff. Yeah. Uh, based on uh, him speaking about it all these years. Hard to believe, but even after all this information and all of this entertainment, yeah, it's over. Still another hour. What? Still oh, no. another hour. No. There it's cannot incredible. be more. And you're welcome. Stu, tragic news, especially if you live in Great Britain. I don't know. And you listen a great deal to Radio 1, which I think is a BBC-operated main channel in, in Great Britain, right? Okay. They're, they're, they're not going to play Madonna anymore. Oh. No more Madonna on Radio 1 in Great Britain. Why? Because she's too old and irrelevant. That's why. Hmm. That's why. The only part about that is, oh, um, all, uh, it's all true. <laughs> and actually, it's it been true, true for uh, uh, multiple decades. It's been true since 1986, really. Yeah, you know, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like her at all then. I don't like her at all. Well, I mean, I like like a virgin. You know, touch for the very. I'm first just kind of, I'm kind of surprised you go to that one. Yeah, it's a, it's a good song. It's a kind of a fun little ditty that sticks in your head. Um. I don't like Papa. Don't preach. Oh, yeah, I'm getting them. All right, I'm pulling up the ear. discography. Now. <laughs> Damn it, Pat. We had a whole other way we're going, and now you've got me under the Madonna discography. But I'm going through it. All right. Uh, all right. Now we got to go singles here because it started out with what? Borderline. Um, was that the? Uh, yeah, I think Borderline yeah. was the first one. Borderline. I then think was, was then first. it was Lucky Star, right? Lucky Star. Yeah, oh, okay, singles yeah, discography. Be my lucky Star. Yeah. I think she was relevant well, well into the '90s. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, let's go through it. All right, here Let's we go. Let's go through the hits. Actually, first was, uh, uh, we were off a little bit. Uh, 
Really? Yeah, first one was Everybody, then Burning Up, then yeah, Holiday. See, those were stiffs. Yeah, Holiday was, oh, was kind of there. Good, yeah. Then Lucky was Star was number we went to number four. Okay. Borderline to number ten. Yeah. Okay, then Like a Virgin, Hits. number one. Material Girl, number, number two. Crazy for You, number one. Angel, number five. Uh, wow. Then, uh, uh, let's see, Into the Groove, which is not, it doesn't say, like, I guess it maybe that's, I don't know if one to number five. Then Dress You Up, number five. Live to Tell, Couldn't number dress one. You up with my love. Papa, I've don't preach, one. number one. Don't True like Blue, number three. Mm -hmm. Open your heart, number one. Yeah. La Isla Bonita. Oh, what a horrible song! <laughs> oh my gosh! What are you talking about? <laughs> horrible song. <laughs> well, that's what really got us, I think, oh, into. Yeah. Uh, I think that brought in oh. your whatever you do it uh, uh -huh. thing because it was one of the first times I remember ever hearing like long La stretches Isla of Spanish. Bonita. Yeah. Yeah, one of the long. She, she just does like a whole verse of it. It's just like in Spanish, and you don't know what any of it is. As as right. a as an English speaking American, uh, you don't know. Then you've got to, who's that girl? Number one, who's causing a commotion. Girl? I don't remember number two. Uh, then uh, like a prayer. Wow. number one. These are oh, huge wow. hits that I don't huge. even remember. Yeah, express yourself. Number two, cherish. Yeah. Number two. Okay. Oh father, number twenty. Oh father, I remember really thinking that was kind of a cool song back in the day. Then you got uh, keep it together. I don't remember number eight. Vogue, number one. Uh, Hanky Panky, don't remember number ten. Don't Justify remember. my love, number one. Hanky, a oh, song yeah. by Madonna called Hanky Panky. I don't remember that at all. Reached the top ten, and I have no recollection yeah. of it. And then what after the Hanky Justify Panky? my love, number one. Okay. Uh, rescue me, number nine. This is 1991. <sighs> this used to be my playground, which I hated. Horrible song. Uh, number one. Horrible Erotica. Song. That went to number one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. At least that's what it, you know. Wikipedia tells me at least. Holy. Then uh, Erotica, number three. Okay. Deeper and deeper, number seven. Yeah. Bad girl, which I freaking loved that song back in the day. She looked really it. hot in that one. That yeah, was she, she was uh, she was looking at this is 1992, 93 in that way in that region. Uh, she was uh, 30. She, that one only went to number 36 though. Fever, which was I liked too. And then rain. Remember rain, number 14. Oh, yeah, sort of. I'll remember you, number two. Secret, number three. I like I like that too. And you take a bow. Oh God, number one. Yeah. Oh, number one. Yeah. yeah. What year is this? This is 1994. 94. Then wow. bedtime story was 42, and I human nature 46. I like both of those songs that. though. I have to admit, you'll see number six. I don't even remember that. Love don't live here anymore. 78. Uh -huh. uh, you must love me. Number 18. Don't cry for me. Argentina went to number eight inexplicably. Oh, eight. Frozen uh, went to number two, which is I like. And Frozen. what year are we up to now? We're in 1998. Holy Ray of Light, cow. number five. Okay, she, I mean, she's, she's still very relevant here in She is about to disappear. Yeah. Uh, okay. Beautiful Stranger, which was from uh, Austin Powers, I think, the first one. <laughs> okay. Which Walking was 1999. She's still top 20 at number 19. All right. She did an American. Ah, she's still going. Music. That was still relevant. Very music. relevant. Remember music? Number kind one. Of. Number one. <laughs> Don't Tell Me, number four. Uh, Die Another Day, which is from a James Bond thing, I think, oh, was yeah. number eight. Right. Eight. Uh, okay. Hung Up in 2005, number seven. Don't and even know where I've heard of it. We're in 2005. 2005, she had a top five single? Top ten. Top ten. Um, oh, wait, here we go. Four Minutes featuring Justin Timberlake. Okay. Uh, 2008, went to number three. <laughs> in 08? <laughs> That's impossible. Yeah. That's impossible. I do remember that song, but I, I don't remember thinking it was good. Okay, I mean, you've got less. But, I mean, I think until. And then, okay, so after 08, has she had a single top 40 hit or uh, top 10 hit? 2009, she had something that went to number 71. 71. Since 09 is her biggest hit, number 71? I think so. Oh, no, no, wait. Uh, you, no, give me all your you know, loving. Yeah, featuring Nicki Minaj and that M.I.A. Wasn't just her though. Went to number ten in 2012.
Okay, but she had help there. Yeah. From relevant artists. She also had help in 2008 from Justin Timberlake. Like, if you wanted to just solo okay. her, that's you're why. back to 2005-ish. But still, but I mean, still, she's 115,000 years old. Yeah. Well, she's 56, which is close to 115,000. But I mean, for, an, for a pop artist, she's 115,000 years yeah. old. And uh, she hasn't realized it yet either. Remember we were talking about how what she looked like. What's bad about it is that hopefully this might wake her up, but I doubt it. But we talked about what she looked like at the Grammys. Yeah. And she needs to be, instead of trying to be the young superstar, mm -hmm. she needs to be the... Her. She needs to be a 56-year-old. She needs to be, yeah. I'm Madonna. I mean, there she is. Screw right there. you. I just want to make yeah. sure, if we can get a shot of Jeffy, this is the person giving advice <laughs> to Madonna on what That's she should correct. recommend. That's correct, I am. get a side-by-side side of the two That's of correct, I am. Yeah. I, I will say, I've never been a... I, I think I'd go Jeffy before Thank Madonna. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm making out good. with Jeffy before she's Madonna. There, she's very... She's nasty. No, she's she had, nasty. She had her moments. I mean, I, I, I was a fan. She's been, you know, the through the wash a couple times, but yes, that's all right. Yes, she has. Yeah. Put it in the dryer, you're good. I don't know. Dryer, you're Give me the hand on the hip thing. Do the do the pose. Let's let's compare. Uh, yeah, I'm going Jeffy. I'm going Jeffy. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm going yeah. on that. I'm yeah. on that. Yeah, that's no, just not a good. <laughs> you don't. You just don't need to. I mean, look again. You don't know where that's been. Right. Seriously, you don't. All right, now we're gonna have to go back. Let's go. Let's go back to the. <laughs> let's go back to the uh, the TSA thing then, because now we're too long to do what we plan to do this break. All right. Um, and that's because of Jeffy. And his hotness. Yes, it is. Right. Um, so uh, TSA has filmed a new video. Uh, it will be used nationwide to train TSA employees on how to act during an active shooter situation. See if this is the advice you predict <laughs> teaching the TSA on how to handle something like that. All right. Watch. November 1st, 2013, and armed man with it. It could happen again, but you don't have to be a victim. Good storytelling. Thank you. A guy came into LAX with a gun. This is what the story is. Okay. Have a nice flight. Have a nice flight. Welcome and here's to the TSA. Everyone. I need your shoes and belts off. Uh, I need if you sir, is there a laptop in here? This is so stupid. Can you take that out for me, please? Have a nice flight. Yeah, Thank there's, you. There's been so many exploding laptops. Oh, oh, man. Jeez. Took out a gun and shot her. So everybody runs and hides. All of a sudden, I heard gunshots. It sounded like a cannon. I immediately hit the ground in disbelief. <laughs> Threw a I knew I had to get it. myself out of there. So that's what I did. I ran. She ran. Run. I knew the layout of the TSA, airport keep in mind. where all the exits were. So I knew exactly where to go. Don't oh, stop the guy. Run. Hide. Turn your phones off and hide. <laughs> we needed to get the room completely dark and quiet so that hopefully the shooter wouldn't realize that we were still in there. Ready? One. Run, hide, Two. then fight. Three! A path to safety. That's unbelievable. Run, I... hide, fight. That is bizarre for the TSA. That's a good advice for school children. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yes. yes. Yeah, I mean, it's a great advice if you're Except talking about... Except for the fight part. I don't want you to fight, just run and hide. Right, but I mean, I think this is an order of priority, right? Your yeah. first priority is to run. Your second priority is to hide. Your third priority is to fight if that's your last resort. Yeah. And so that's not a bad structure to tell someone who's 
12 years old and, and there's an active shooter in your building. Uh, when you're talking about the TSA, I thought they were there to protect us. I thought that was part of their it's deal. sort of what I thought. There's this homeland security not. element yeah. that I thought was a part of the, uh, the deal. Apparently not. That is unbelievable. That honestly looks like a bit. It looks like it was, yes, you could watch that on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. thinking. Yes, yeah. it does. I mean, run and hide from our TSA? Now, look, I get, like, you know, the, the guy pulls out a gun and points it at you from point-blank range. Uh, you know, You're going you to duck. You, you, there is an I element run. of retreating and getting ready. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, you, do you want to run? Sure. But, I mean, this is why you, got, you have people that are armed nearby. I'm trying to think, though. Are the TSA agents armed? They must no, not be. I, I guess not. So. Yeah. As I think about it now, maybe they're not. Maybe they're. But still, and that's why they took one of the bins yeah. that was going through the uh, checkpoint, and they threw it at him. Is that what actually happened in L.A.? Uh, I, th- I don't remember the incident. I do remember actually. the incident it was, um, because it opened it up, uh, and this is still a situation they have not fixed yet. Which is, yeah, we can keep the guns and all this stuff off of planes, but you can right. walk all the way up to TSA and then start using it. Yeah, uh, you can essentially get out of your car with all the with a bomb and walk right up to them and blow yourself up there, right. which uh, you know is obviously. I guess you're not in the air when it happens, so it's the possibility maybe there's less damage uh, to a plane, but you know it could be more damage too. Boy, no kidding. You know, so mm-hmm. um, you know, especially with, with a crowded area like that. Uh, so you know, look, I understand. Like you know, you're, you're, you don't need. You're not necessarily going to have every TSA agent being Rambo and being able to take on people who come in as active shooters. However. You, you know, the situation should be that there should be enough armed people in the nearby area to be able to take a guy out like that basically immediately. You I mean, I, uh, you'd hope mm-hmm. that we, there's someone in the line of sight of pretty much every one of these security areas all the time. Unfortunately, it'll never happen, though, because they have you take your shoes off and put your computer in a separate bin from uh, the rest of your bag and the rest of your stuff. So well, they're I never going to have to worry about this because we're so well protected by taking your shoes off. Typical, Pat. There's no need to do anything else. So typical, Pat. So that, uh, they will never have to run and hide. Pat, what Pat's trying I to just hide. I took my shoes off. What Pat's trying to hide from you mm-hmm. is the truth that 785,000 people every year die from exploding laptops. Yeah. He will not. He will not I, tell you about that. that. I am covering he, that because up. you know why? Big laptop is paying his salary. Yeah. Pat Gray. I'm on is, salary from Dell right now. He is, he is paid by mm-hmm. Dell, mm-hmm. HP, mm-hmm. Apple, all of them. Mm-hmm. And almost all Apple computers have bombs in them. Almost mm-hmm. all almost of them. Almost all of them. It's just a matter of if you turn it on mm-hmm. or not. And if you kept that in your bag, they'd never find the bomb. But fortunately, they've found still no bombs from right. the laptops well, yeah. when you take them out separately. No, but and they, they still could. haven't found anything going on with the shoes no. that you've taken or the belts no. that you've taken off. Yeah. Uh, but man, have they screwed up travel and that's what I love about it. You, uh, that's what I love. You did have the TSA pre experience recently, didn't you? Oh, it was yeah. sweet. <laughs> it's like the it old was days. As it should be. Yeah. You go there, you put your bag on the conveyor belt, it goes through, they scan it, you leave your shoes on. You leave your pants on, you get to keep your belt, and you don't have to take your computer out of your out of your bag. You walk through a metal detector, and you're home free. You know, maybe off there you can remind awesome. me what airports awesome. that you go to that you have to take your pants off because that's you know, practically. That... I mean, it's practically that bad. You take off your belt, you take off your pants, you take off your coat. You're down in your underpants. They're frisking you with those. Right. Ah, it sucks. I hate it. Stupid, and it needs to stop. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you on that one. Yeah.
but uh, the only thing that makes life a little bit better is when we have uh, big celebrations for Mal Sharpton. Yes. And he nice. was he was celebrating a big day last week. It was it was uh, uh, Darwin Day, of course, as we all knew. I had the Darwin tree up, um, uh, which I had the uh, ape decorations. And as the tree, as you go up the tree, the ape becomes a man. So I've got oh, the nice. full. Is that what yours does? Yeah, do that too? Uh, similar. Mine's mm -hmm. not automated though. Oh, it's not. Yeah, we have to move it every day. Like it's like one of those advent calendars. Oh, yeah. Every day we move the the uh, that's the old ape school along you that's know, one little branch of progression until he old gets to the school. top. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually start with the slime. I got a little pond uh, at the bottom uh, of the tree, uh, and you start uh, with the slime, and nice. as you work up, it come, becomes a lizard, and then you know up into legged animals and stuff it's yeah cool. i'm sorry with the dogs yeah you know because they, they'll yeah. they'll lap that up <laughs> and then uh, that's I not good and your slime's gone yep. yeah it's I really cool some of these but uh here was uh part of al sharpton's darwin day celebration from the fake galapagos <laughs> islands happy darwin day galapagos 206 Island. years ago charles darwin was born Boom. he would develop his theory of evolution right. from what he saw Right here in Galapagos Islands. Yes, in Galapagos, we've gone in back the... in time tonight, all the way back to 1835, where Darwin discovered the animals that led to his famous theory. Hey, look, there's the famous Galapagos seals. But back in reality, people all over the world are celebrating oh, Darwin's God, birthday so to the done. new GOP star. The guy Rush Limbaugh is Limbaugh. gushing over. Can't answer a question on evolution. That's the world right. is changing. It's about time the GOP start evolving. Wow. And a good way they could yeah. start. Makes a good point. Answering simple <laughs> questions on evolution. They shouldn't need this fake vest or be in the fake Galapagos Islands to do it. I don't even know what I said there, but it had something to do with the Galapagos Island when Darwin saw the seals and the seals proved that there was evolution. And now Skywalker won't even admit that the seals proved those Galapagos seals evolved into man. I mean, what the hell? What? I don't even I'm know what he was just, saying there. I feel like I go to the same place every time. It was excruciatingly is, bad. Is it possible to have a host who is worse no. at their job no. than Al Sharpton? It's really not. Why do they continue to give him these quote-unquote funny segments? I, I He's terrible oh at them. Gosh, so bad. He could it's not so do this worse. Bad. Uh, he is so bad. I have bad. to see that one more time because that, that was so bad. I will say this, though. you got to give him credit. He Bad. seems to somehow with all he can't say giddy, but he gets through Galapagos. Yes, yeah, because they well. said it a million times to Al. It's Galapagos, and that's why he sounds it out every yeah, single Galapagos. time. Galapagos, and I bet it's spelled out that way yeah. on the prompter. Galapagos Island, mm. Galapagos, and it's not spelled I S L A N D. It's I land, Galapagos I land. Watch this again. It's amazing. It has to be. I'll bet you it is. Can we? Yeah. Fake Galapagos Islands. <laughs> Happy Darwin Day. 
206 years ago, Charles Darwin was born. He would develop his theory of evolution from what he saw right here in Galapagos Islands. <laughs> yes, we've gone back in time tonight, all the way back to 1835, where Darwin discovered the animals that he led to his the famous I theory. Animals. Hey, look, okay. there's the famous Galapagos seals. So? But back in reality, people all over the world <laughs> the are celebrating Darwin's yeah. birthday. To the oh, new right. GOP really star. Bad. The guy Rush wow. Limbaugh is Limbaugh. gushing over. What is Can't that? answer a question on evolution. The world is changing. It's about time the GOP start evolving. And you a good the way they way. could start answering <laughs> simple <laughs> questions on evolution. That's, that is, need in, a, in a good way, take off vests, Al. And he, starts, he almost says it. And then he realizes he's supposed to take off You're the right. vest. You know that's what happened. Oh, God, he's You terrible. know that's what happened. He is horrifically awful. I mean, the fact that he... Forget his opinions. I mean, people always... Mm. We always focus on his opinions and his lies. Yeah. Yep. He is the worst television host that has ever been on television. Seriously, he is God. so horrible at his job. It's Im unimaginable that he's still on television. The only way he's still on television is because he's pressuring them. He, as soon God as they be. fire him, he will be out in front protesting their building. And saying how horrible they are. It's the only way. He is done. horrific at this. Uh, but his points are obviously stupid as well uh, for uh, many different reasons. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll get to those coming up. 888-727-BECK is the uh, phone number. to take a break. Scott Walker does, in fact, actually, uh, doesn't actually deny uh, evolution, as far as I know. No. He did say, he did say in his tweet, after he, he was asked on a uh, British television show, if he, uh, if he was comfortable with a theory of evolution. And he didn't answer it at that point. He said, like, I'm not going to get into that. And I don't think politicians should deal with that. I'm here for trade for Wisconsin, blah, blah, blah. And then afterwards, he tweeted that he believed God created the earth, right? He didn't, and he believed that, that believing in God and science go hand in hand and are totally compatible. Mm -hmm. So do I. Well, God's the ultimate scientist, right? God created us, and so he knows how this uh, stuff works. Um, but the, uh, I, I guess the, the chair of his high school science department, Ann Serpy, who's now 73, uh, said that he should answer the question when they ask you. He could have manned up a bit. That's what I would tell him. I don't, so they've bent over so far backward trying to uh, discredit Scott Walker that they went to his high school science yeah. department chair? Seems uh, to be a, um, a tad of, uh, what's the flavor? I'm tasting something. Oh, desperation? Yes. That's what it is. It's a, it's a taste of desperation. So here's really a guy who's is. obviously doing well. And I don't know, will Scott Walker win? 
I don't, I don't know. know. I don't even know if I want him to win yet, honestly. We're supposed to have him on the next couple of weeks. I don't know where that stands at this point. but uh, he's, Has he agreed to come on? I, we've been talking to their people, I guess. Uh, right. you know, uh, but, you know, look, I, I would love to have him on. I'd like to hear mm -hmm. a little bit more. He's, he's got a great record. He, he's got a backbone. Uh, and he seems generally conservative. So those three things are a hell of a lot more than most uh, politicians have. Yeah. So there's promise there. I just don't know yet if he's the guy. He, uh, she said, I don't know the dogma of the Baptist church where Scott's father was a minister as it concerns evolution, but I do recall that Scott was very accepting of everything in science. He had a good sense of it. Well, you know, I, I, again, who cares? I don't care. Who cares? Yeah, I really don't. I don't care. I, mean, I enjoy the debate. I enjoy yeah. the discussion, and I've, I've had it. And I've mentioned this before with my uh, brother-in-law, who's a scientist at BYU. And we've had some we've had some spirited discussions about evolution and whether or not it, it's part of the process. He believes it is, and I, I don't necessarily. But I, I don't know for sure. I don't know. I, 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 none of us do. Certainly scientists don't know for sure if evolution is the deal. They don't know if creationism is. I mean, obviously we were created. But what process? By what process did he use? I don't know. I don't. I don't know well, how God operates. Well, you know, maybe he said something to his shop teacher in uh, like eighth grade. Mm -hmm. We could send the. I don't want to. You know. Oh, now I, I might have said it out loud because I was going to have the blaze do that. Yeah, maybe go to wow. his home ec teacher. See what what, what, what his home ec teacher think right. about him. What, right. You know, and I think we can bust him on that too. Did he give an illicit haircut? Did his point. gym teacher ever see him naked? I don't know. What's he got going on under his clothes? We Maybe we should find know. that out. We don't know. Did yeah. he ever put a dog on Maybe his Maybe he can't man up. We don't know. Oh, that's <laughs> a great point. No. Great point. We don't know. That's not even funny. No, no but exactly. still, we uh, need to find it out. Uh, yeah, and I guess this is what when you get desperate uh, and you get worried that you're going to lose uh, your little change This is mantle, what you do. This is what you do, and mm -hmm. Obama's now trying to, He's, I would say, threatening uh, Americans by saying he's not going to just give up. He's going to try to squeeze every little bit of change he can possibly squeeze in the last two years. To me, that's a threat at this point, uh, judging by his last attempts at change. Um, he says two years is a long time, and two years is the time in which we're going to be setting the stage for the next presidential election and the next 10 years of American policy. So I intend to run through uh, the tape and work really hard and squeeze every last bit of change and improvement in the lives of ordinary Americans and middle-class families that I can. He doesn't want to help any extraordinary Americans, only ordinary ones. Only if you're as dull as possible does he want to help you. And that's uh, something I really want out of my president. And he's yeah. trying to do this. The first thing is, is net neutrality. He's trying to push this thing through, which is, uh, you know, look, it's a, it's a pathetic piece of crap. We've talked about it many, many times. Uh, and, uh, you know, we've hammered you with it on this program. But it's one of those things that I think is important to kind of boil down uh, to the main arguments that are made about it. We did this on Wonderful World of Sioux this past weekend. Watch. What's scarier and more devastating than ISIS? This! Mmm! Cable companies are spending millions to gut net neutrality and slow your internet to a crawl. Share this to stop them! Oh, the horror! I think we can all agree that Comcast's customer service isn't the best, but I can assure you they are not trying to kill your puppy, bunny, and gateway computer from 1996 with a giant laser. It's time to get antisocial on net neutrality. It's kind of ironic that the biggest monopoly in America, the federal government, is trying to save us from the possibility of an internet monopoly. It's kind of like a creepy clown in a van down by the river saving you from a stranger with candy. But at least the stranger actually has candy.
So many people love the idea of net neutrality. And I hear points like this all the time. Number one, the government will help. You are wrong. Mm -hmm. The Internet is the ultimate unfettered experiment into limited government. Outside of child porn and large-scale drug trafficking, pretty much everything is allowed on the Internet. How's that working out for you? Every website you depend on, every book ever written, every song ever composed, every app that helps you hook up with that drunk 21-year-old are all things you should thank limited government for. The only reason you like the Internet at all is because the government hasn't been involved so far. The Communications Act of 1934, which Obama wants to use to reclassify the Internet as a utility, regulated the phone system, and that cut off innovation for 50 years. Just this should be enough to end this argument. But I'll go on. Number two, big cable companies will restrict access to my favorite sites. No, they won't. Companies that try to slow speeds to your favorite sites will lose customers and go out of business. But you might say, Comcast slowed down Netflix. Yeah, they did. They did. But consider how unique this case is. Netflix, by itself, this one site, takes up 33% of Internet bandwidth. And even though that's the reality for every Internet provider in America, essentially only one of them actually did it. One time to one website. While it's possible this could occasionally happen, the overwhelming business interest of these companies is to get you to your websites faster, not slower. Number three, we have to stop cable companies from doing this right now. No, we don't. People will say, well, all I have is Comcast. I can't go anywhere else. Well, wireless speeds will continue to improve, and that argument will be completely destroyed. This is why the government needs control now. Number four. Well, what if you're wrong and the ISPs conspire to slow down Netflix? So? Who cares? The speed at which you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is not up to the level of government intervention unless you're in the Soviet Union, where they feature the slightly less funny It's Always Gray and Miserable Everywhere. In a free market economy, which I think we still claim to have, the government should only intervene when there is a high level of injustice. Buffering is not an injustice. Unless, of course, there's buffering on this program, which that was an injustice. Number five, Internet is a human right. This is a crucial point that Americans need to learn. No, it's not. There is a difference between what is a right and what is awesome? Freedom of religion. That's a right. You do not have the right to play Candy Crush. Companies invest billions of their dollars to connect you to the Internet. Their dollars, their pipes, their right to use them as they wish. For example, a religious organization that wanted to give you access to only family-friendly sites. That would be illegal because they weren't providing equal access to hotgrandmas.xxx. But let me get away from the fake examples. Comcast hates the Blaze's guts. However, if they decide to slow the Blaze down, that is their right. It will be our right to complain and bitch about it constantly, and it'll be your right to leave Comcast if they don't live up to your expectations. But I don't want the government involved. Number six. 
We're getting away from the core of this. The point is that Comcast already targeted Netflix, and only the government could stop them from doing it in the future. Nuh-uh. For whatever reason, people paint Comcast versus Netflix as a battle between a giant mega corporation and the Children's Cancer Foundation. Netflix is not a charity granting wishes to dying children. They are a $28 billion company that takes up a third of the Internet. They're big boys. They can take care of themselves. When Comcast started slowing their speeds down and asked Netflix to give them more money, what happened? Netflix gave them $25 million a year. And what was the result? If you think Comcast did not restore Netflix speeds, you're right. Mm -hmm. Instead... What do they do? They increase their speeds even faster than before. So the one freaking example where you have net neutrality arguably violated, that resulted in you getting better service. You might say, yeah, it's a better service, but those fees will be passed on to consumers. Yeah, they probably will. But if Comcast paid for its upgrades itself, that would also be passed on to consumers anyway. However, either one of these options is going to be far cheaper than what the government would do to you instead. Even the left-wing Progressive Policy Institute says that these regulations could cost Internet users between 11 and $17 billion in taxes and fees. The higher fees would come on top of the adverse impact on consumers of less investment and slower innovation that would result from reclassification. Even if we use their low number, Comcast could do what they did to Netflix for 140 times and you'd still break even this is the dumbest argument of all time and people only make it because the internet is awesome but the internet is awesome precisely because the government is not involved in it remember this is the same government that couldn't get one website to work think about what it will do to the entire internet $39.95 $39.95 a month for HotGrandmas.xxx? I mean, look, <laughs> I want to subscribe, but that's just, that's just too high. That's too high. Uh, you won't believe how naughty Nana can get? It's a little licky. I do want to see Golden Girls Gone Wild, though. Is that, is that available? Can we get that on sampling a trailer on YouTube or something? Even in the offseason, which is uh, very impressive, I'd say. Triple eight seven two seven. The meetings to save the league between the right. offseason. Right, and we're working on that. Yeah. we're working on that. So, is it President's Day today? It is yes. President's Day today. Mm. Happy President's Day! Thank, Thank you. Like you didn't know that. Yeah, I don't schools know. are out today. It means nothing. School's out. I, yeah, I, we used to get like... You're not going to get any mail. Didn't we get Washington? Yeah, I know. The markets were closed today, too. I didn't even realize. I mean, I really didn't even notice it was You got Washington other. and Lincoln, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you used to get or, two, yeah. I remember. And then they combined yeah. it to one day yeah. that you got off. Which... And now it's for all presidents, not just Washington yeah. and Lincoln. So no president has his own day. Because uh, they're all equal. Did you know that? They're all equal. Except for the ones like Ronald Reagan. <laughs> no. Who believe he's not equal. He's not. You know who's great? Woodrow Wilson. Awesome. Um, I, I don't know if we don't have this probably in here today. I was watching, reading some geeky uh, article about who the best president was. Um, and uh, they have Woodrow Wilson at seventh. Of course. 
seventh best. They always president. have them top ten of for course, sure. Yeah. I know, I but um, still, I, FDR was first, of course. Ah, FDR number one. When are we gonna get over that myth? Yeah, I don't, I don't, never. First, I he's probably like forty second or forty third. It's a great. Uh, the, the title of the article is oh, "Is Mount Rushmore gosh. Statistically Accurate?" It's from five thirty eight dot com. Kind of an interesting read for uh, President's Day. Who should be on there? On the on Mount Rushmore, if it was statistically accurate, and of course they're using expert polls, which is really the only way you can do it. You can't. There's no way you're, you're trying to say who's the best. So here Washington. we go. Washington. So they have the C-SPAN rank. Uh, Siena did one, and USPC did one. Mm-hmm. Um, here, are the, number ten. USPC, the United States Postal Service. That's no, USPS. That's, yeah, that's USPS. Who's USPC? I don't know. I was okay. hoping you wouldn't ask. That's United why, States Presidential. Uh, the United Council. States President uh, Presidency Center. Center. Oh, yeah. And then Siena College. So here <laughs> we go. Uh, Center Council. Close. Number ten. <laughs> number ten. Uh, you don't have the drum roll. Well, not over uh, here. To number ten is uh, James Monroe. Uh, number 10. Number 10. Oh, number 9, John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy, who served for about 16 days. Yeah, I, 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 you can't put it out. Number 8, Dwight Eisenhower. The man was murdered in office. I know. That's true. That's what made him a legend. Right. And look, I, I understand that, but it's kind of... Seriously. Other than he faked down, and I will never... I will, I will, I will never uh, discount this. He faced down the Soviets, and that needed to be done. And he had the nerve difficult. to do it, and he he did a good job there with and the. It was uh, very close Cuban to starting an entire really, world war, really a nuclear war. Uh, but he, he so that was great. Came out on the right side of that, and also cut taxes. He did cut taxes. Uh, he cut taxes. He was in too. love with two beautiful women. A lot of guys don't get the that, that's true. Be that lucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um, okay. Uh, Woodrow Wilson, number seven. Oh! <laughs> we know this one is the worst one of them all. Mm-hmm. As this is, now again, he, a guy who interned people. Based on uh, their race, uh, he relaunched the KKK. As did in the FDR, country. by the way. He screened a movie de- designed by the KKK in the freaking Oval Office. Uh, based he was on a, book a he hardcore racist. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. A hardcore racist. A guy who uh, believed in eugenics. Who mm-hmm. uh, I mean, this is, and he wanted, and he believed in dictators. His favorite book was essentially about a dictator who uh, who took over and and assigned um, you know czars to run different departments. Uh, which uh, which is um, we've talked about it a million times now. I can't think of uh, it's a Drew, uh, Drew, uh, uh, Philip Drew administrator. Philip Drew administrator. Um, so yeah. I mean, he's horrible. Woodrow Wilson is probably. And look, I will say that a few years ago, I didn't know much about Woodrow Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have heard enough about Woodrow Wilson now and read enough about Woodrow Wilson now to agree with Glenn that he probably was the worst president we've ever had. From the perspective, I would say until recently, until, yes. <laughs> until very recently, uh, from the perspective at least of changing the direction of the country. Like you, mm-hmm. like to me, LBJ has done more oh. actual damage to the Gosh. country uh, because of the, the programs he designed are killed our economy so much. However, um, you know, th- it's different. It's like he taking made a country such a with- lasting impression. And yeah. we've talked about this before. Look at the what the what the great society wrought. Yeah. Look at the devastation of the, you know, the government subsidized housing that are just ghettos now. Right. They're just horrifically like, like, bad places to live. This is how I would describe it, though. It's like, uh, you know, what's his face? Johnson is in, comes in office at a time we're going in reverse at a pretty good speed, and he jams his foot on the accelerator, mm-hmm. as Obama has done mm-hmm. as well, jammed his foot on the accelerator going in reverse. Woodrow Wilson was able to, while we were going forward, throw the car in reverse and start going backwards. Mm-hmm. And, the, and that is, you know, in a lot of ways harder. He didn't go nearly as far as people like LBJ or Obama or many, even Republican presidents did after this. Um, but he was able to change the way the entire country 
thought about what the government was supposed to do. Yeah. And, I, of yeah. course, this is why he's rated high in these, in these polls. That's why they uh, love him. The presidents. That's why they love him. Okay, so number seven was uh, Woodrow Wilson. Number six, Harry Truman. Number five, Thomas Jefferson. Number four, Theodore Roosevelt. Ah, oh, another terrible president. Number three, number three, George Washington. <laughs> number three, okay. Number please. three. Number two, Abraham Lincoln. Number two. And of number course, one, FDR. FDR. A guy who interned unreal. Unreal. Jap Japanese and German people into internment camps. Yes, and elongated. Did not get us out of the Great Depression. Right. He elongated it by a decade. Mm -hmm. that, uh, and, and yet he's always, well, he got us out of the Great Depression. And did terrible things he like that. He came in in 1932, and it only lasted until 1945 when the war ended. He got us right out of that thing. Bang, yeah. we were out. Uh, bang. <laughs> we were still rationing. We were still rationing during World War II. Okay, oh, yeah. when our production engine had just gone into overdrive, we're still rationing. Food, supplies, tires, all of those kinds of things had to be rationed and recycled and all of that stuff because we were in the Great Depression. It's unbelievable that he gets the credit he does. I, I it's don't, unbelievable. I, I will never understand that one. And, and remember, this guy uh, mm. also, I mean, look, he was, he was president during World War you know, II. I get it. I, you know, there's, yeah. it, was a, it was a tough time, and he did some great things as far as the war goes. There's no doubt about that. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. You don't, think there's, you don't think he did anything good in the entire war effort? I think he was able to get the country aligned around a cause, and he did. He did, as you said, get <laughs> the end. Him a long, first oh, of all, yeah, believe me. really long time. Yep. Secondly, uh, he looked the other way when he had information on. I don't know about this one. On Pearl Harbor, he absolutely did. I don't. I don't they, know about we that. knew that was coming. We knew Pearl Harbor was coming, and he did nothing. I don't think that's true, personally. But be beyond yeah. that part of it, <laughs> and of course, like obviously, if that's true, I mean, I can see how you're never going to really. Yeah. And if he's letting attacks happen, I think you know, mm -hmm. you're probably not going to find him true. to be that improved. But still, moving past that particular one, I mean, as you said, he did get mm -hmm. our, our our machinery uh, amped up to the point where we were able to take on a world war. Uh, yeah. Well, and, he didn't, but uh, he, capitalist entrepreneurs did. Yeah, but through very close who guidance. He had, I mean, he, I don't the, think he could The entrepreneurs who he had demonized his yes. entire again, existence again, in office. I think he's a terrible president. And they did it anyway because they were patriots. And they went ahead and, and went along. Not passed numerous things that were completely unconstitutional with yes. no regard to the Constitution. Right. Then stacked the court to try to keep them constitutional. I mean, exactly. look, the guy was a he bad was president. should man. not be in the top ten. Really I, I will give him a little bit more war credit maybe than Pat does, but outside of that, I'm, I'm pretty much... And to put him at number agreement. one? And that's crazy. Shut up. Forget the point that... You forget even if you disagree <laughs> with all the stuff we just said. Right. For a progressive who comes out here and it's like, I love all the diversity of the world, to, to allow an entire race to be put uh, into freaking internment camps, uh, you should be against that, in theory, progressives. In theory, yeah. But you don't yeah, seem to be. Yeah, but they're not. They yeah. don't care. Uh, was Jefferson in the top ten? Yeah, uh, number five. Number five. Okay. Yeah, and uh, you'd think he'd be up there. You'd think. I mean, obviously, I would think Ronald Reagan should be in this list uh, without yeah, he's question. Not top ten. Um, you know, I obviously would put him definitely in the top ten. Um, really, just behind our founders mm -hmm. um, uh, is, is you know, mm -hmm. you know, I think at that and point. And Lincoln. Yeah, you know, I'd probably oh, yeah, put and Lincoln, Lincoln yep, ahead of him. Yep, yep, sure. A lot of Southerners would not. But uh, yes, believe me. Every time we say the word Lincoln, we oh get fifty gosh. emails about. Oh, you're right. 
<laughs> we, we, right. did, we did have a celebration <laughs> for James K. Polk at one time. We took it away because, uh -huh. uh, you know, we wanted to just celebrate on President's Day. So they're all one day, but he should be on that list, don't you think? But you... Uh, well, look at all the great things he did. We've talked about. Thank it, you. Right. We did an entire we had an entire segment in case you just uh, maybe happened yeah, to, to, to start celebrate. watching the show within the last twelve years. <laughs> you may not have known that thirteen years ago we had a segment called James, James K. Polk Tuesday. Yeah, we gave him yes. some day. And that was that, that was back when it was I believe called the fourth hour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that was a while. Ago. That was a long time ago. Triple eight seven two seven back. We got more patents too coming up in a second. What about William Howard Taft, who died oh my because, God. He was, uh, because he was uh, overweight? <laughs> like you, Jeff, you can relate to being. Uh, oh wow! Uh, I didn't wasn't going to take it that overweight. way. Overweight, right? You can you can relate to that. Am I right? Who's oh, with me? Well, we were told uh, back in the '70s the world. May never know the answer to one of its main questions. Since time immemorial, there has been a question that has plagued mankind, and it is this. Watch this commercial. Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? Let's find out. One, two, three, three. Three. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? The world may never know. Yeah, doesn't that seem like it's from the 1800s now? <laughs> it does. I don't know. It's just got that sound yes, and that look great. that's like, wow, that was a long time ago. Yes. Man, am I old now. <laughs> and the whole commercial was like a minute long. <laughs> I know. Where he goes to ask the, he goes ask a thousand different animals. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the owl is the only one who has the right. guts to answer the question. That's right. Yep. Uh, but uh, according to Mental Floss, scientists calculate the number of licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Pop, and it's 1,000. I don't know. How do you calculate that? Why not just do it? Keep licking until you reach the center. Well, there was a study that just did that, wasn't there? Yeah, I think it was this one. Uh, yeah, it was. No, but I mean, you said Mental Floss. It wasn't. I mean, obviously the story's on Mental Floss. Stories from uh, look, New York study, University. Yeah, yeah, listen to this, yeah, though. The NYU so study... Many didn't actually count literal licks. What they did oh was, yeah, they found it difficult to control the experiment in that case. We started to test it, and it's hard. Oh, well, then by all means, stop. <laughs> That's what we want to have our scientists. I think it's hard. You know, it's just give up. Hard. Oh, my God. It's too hard. This is the James Hansen approach to uh, Tootsie Roll science. Yeah, <laughs> it seems hard. <laughs> just copy September and October, we'll yeah. call it a day. I don't know, a thousand. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> Tell them <laughs> that. <laughs>